welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Wasif Timurai. This podcast is about examining our inward thinking and how some of those thoughts and feelings can affect our everyday lives. Having studied philosophy led me to believe that being aware of our thoughts allows us to succeed in many aspects of one's personal and professional life. I intend on examining those thoughts to ultimately help you build a stronger, healthier, and more full relationship with yourself. Join me as we venture to the part of ourselves too often neglected. It's going to be tough, but rewarding. Join me as we venture to the deep end. Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Deep End. I'm your host, Wasif. So for today's topic, I wanted to talk about breaking the cycle. And what I mean by that is, so we're we're often stuck in a situation where we're kind of doing the same things over and over again. We're kind of going on autopilot and we don't really see where we're going wrong in the sense, or it could just be something that needs to change because we're constantly doing the same thing. And as humans, we should always be evolving. We do that in nature. And so why follow the same habits or cycles that were followed previously by those around you that may not have been always the best thing to do also you can always build on things you can always build on concepts or, or behaviors that you that you've learned growing up and you can always make them better and i think you should always strive for that because at the end of the day the world is changing day by day it's you know 1971 is not the same as 2018 so at the end of the day we know it, we cannot stay constant and so our our behavior can't stay constant constant so knowing that, we should take a look at some of the cycles of behavior that we have and look at the parts that we can change and not fall into the same uh, round and round uh, course or behavior. Uh, think of it as not constantly running the same racetrack or not constantly running the same uh, track and taking a new route. And taking this new route will produce certain benefits and outcomes that are worth taking and worth experiencing. And so let's start off with seeing some of some examples of cycles. Um, these, can, these can be anything, thoughts, feelings, emotions that we continuously engage in. Generally, the ones that are positive, you're, you're going to keep in your life. But the ones that are negative, you, you'd want to address so that way you stay in a, in a positive mindset. Um, some examples that inspired this show that uh, people reached out to me after listening to some episodes, um, you know, I got a lot of uh, discussions around like binge eating, aggressive parenting, uh, judgmental thinking. And so these are all types of, I want to say cycles that are difficult to tackle. So for example, binge eating. Binge eating is one of those things where you eat a whole bunch of calories, but you do so without regard for whether you're actually hungry or not, or if you actually need the food or not, and you kind of just excessively eat on autopilot. Um, It's pretty dangerous because you can gain a lot of weight um, and you can kind of feel like like you're in an out-of-body experience and um, you're just eating for the sake of eating. And I think whenever people bring this up, people always think of the person that has it to an extreme, but 
You know, if you've ever been to a party and you see a table or a buffet and you're just eating for the sake of eating, it's not necessarily binge eating, but it's a, it's almost like you could say it's a form of binge eating. And some people may say, okay, that's a little far and excessive because I don't have a problem. But think of, think of the process. You're, you're going to a table at a party. You're not really concerned with what's there. You're just kind of picking and eating. You may not even be hungry. You might just be doing it because it's the social atmosphere you're in. So you're kind of in an autopilot situation where you're eating without even regard for your biological function of hunger. You're just eating. And so that's what kind of people who experience binge eating experience. And that's that can be a continuous cycle where it happens where, you know, they go on a diet, they have one or two days where they binge eat, then they go on a diet, then they have one or two, two days where they binge eat. And that continues to go around and around. Um and again, that's not, I'm not saying it's something easy to tackle just by acknowledging the fact that you have that cycle. There's definitely definitely ways to tackle that, uh, healthier ways, seeking therapy, seeking, seeking tools that'll help you out. Um, but knowing that it's something that can happen and that exists and it's not just, damn, I'm, oh, I just lose control, but understand the fact that it, it is part of a bigger cycle than just just the food that's in front of you. Um, but we can apply the same scenario to anything. So same thing with aggressive parenting. Um, someone reached out to me and uh, with the topic of aggressive parenting and decided to put it into this show with the theme of cycles. Um, aggressive parenting can be one of those things where you just have, you know, you've heard about those tiger parents who are on kids about everything and making sure they perfect everything. And there's also that parenting style that's a little rough around the edges. Um, a lot of people would would say, quote unquote, old school. Uh, where you know parents, um, you know, hit their kids or or are verbally uh, loud and aggressive in, in getting their kids to do stuff, and you know, not to make excuses for parents, but you know, being a parent is very hard, especially in today's society, having to provide for everything and having to get everything and. Um, making sure that your kids stay straight and narrow and at the meantime trying to make ends meet. So not that I'm making any reason for an aggressive parenting, but what I'm trying to say is is we can't just dismiss parents for being lazy or effortless or um, the type of parents that just didn't know any better. Um, It's a much part of a bigger discussion, but it's we're talking about the cycle here where you know they become an aggressive parent and then their children become an aggressive parent and it goes on from there and so that that's actually one of the things we can look at and say hey look addressing our cycles is something that when we do we actually are now setting up positivity and positive outcomes for future generations and that we can see that addressing a cycle in one person can lead to this ripple effect that could transcend generations and transcend how how far along and that's so cool that's it's it could only take one person to make a change and to change the whole course of your life again go back going back to binge eating can be the same thing with binge eating the way you change your eating habits could change how those around you and so we see with both examples that cycles are so important and it's so important to address because it can help you reach positive positivity a better outcome a healthier life a happier life but it also can lead to how you affect other people around you and the generations that will come from your influence and so that that's something that we really need to make sure that we start to think about 
And the last example that I really want to get into quickly is the judgmental thinking. Um, I got this in, in another uh, feedback to talk about on the show. Um, with judgmental thinking, I wanted to make it a separate show, but I wanted to also incorporate it into this. But we have sometimes that ability or that habit where we kind of just judge other people around us in comparison to how we are and maybe what our thoughts and desires are and how we see them either lacking or in or doing better than ourselves um and it can be something that's it's hard to break i think we sometimes people live based on how they compare themselves to others and it's so easy to say just stop doing that but it's very hard to actually do um and it can lead to that cycle where you compare yourself to somebody, you try to make a change, you make that change, and then you compare yourself to somebody else and you make another change, and then it just goes around and around. And I guess that can be very damaging because you're not really truly finding your authentic self. You're just finding the self at the time that felt better in comparison to somebody else. So let's let's not let's make a commitment to not follow that. Let's make a commitment to not do that. And let's make a commitment to committing to ourselves and being our best selves in any way possible and not looking at what other people do and not falling into that cycle of what is everybody else doing does it make me any better and how can i change myself but hey if you're going to change change for yourself and just and just shatter that cycle completely so here i am telling you okay shatter this shatter that and do this and do that and not really giving you a plan um, I've always hated when people do that with me, so let let me not do that for you. So the way that I think the best way to overcome something like that that I think I can translate and and relate to, um, one is the theme of this show with kind of various aspects that I've always been talking about, but one of them is acknowledging. So acknowledging the fact that what is it that needs to be what is what is the cycle that you're in. Is it the binge eating? Is it the judgmental thinking? Is it the aggressive parenting? It could be anything. It could be procrastination. It could be any cycle that you want to break. Um, just change it, being more positive, maybe having a more positive outlook because everybody that you were around was always negative, but acknowledge what's going on. And, and it's hard to do because it's very hard to look at ourselves and say, what's the problem? You know, some i guess maybe for some it's it's a lot easier who can for maybe for people who are more critical of themselves but i think generally to take a look at yourself and say hey this is a this is a real problem something that i don't want to continue um you know do your best and and try to find try to find that thing um how to, how to do so you know maybe maybe start taking a journal and a journal of of your personal traits and everything maybe you think you could work on or be better or better at. Um, or maybe just take a quick moment moment of reflection of your life and think, what is one thing I always hated um, that I do or growing up that I kind of fell into and that I wish I could do differently? If I was somebody else, what would I do differently? Um, but be careful with that because, again, you don't want to be comparing yourself to anybody else. But you want to look at yourself like as sort of like an out-of-body experience and think, what would you tell yourself to change in your life? Um, and once you've sort of acknowledged that, that's when you can go on and then create a plan of action. And what I mean by a plan of action is actually maybe a written document or an agenda or just on a piece of paper of 
how you're going to tackle the cycle, what you would do differently. And when you actually get to deciding what you're going to do differently, you would actually then operationally define it. And what, what I mean by that is you very, very specifically and clearly say, what are you going to do about it? So let's take, for example, I don't know, binge eating. So with binge eating, maybe your plan of action is, okay, I'm not going to commit to any cheat days. That's it. And, you know, every every single trainer says you can have a cheat day once a week, but you, because you know that you've, you've got this cycle and this issue, maybe you're just not going to commit to a cheat day. Maybe you're going to commit to one day out of the month uh, for, for a cheat day in once a month. Um, now that's not for everybody that's now that's not to say I'm a professional that knows what I'm talking about in terms of binge eating, but I'm saying if you were to sit down and just make a plan of action, you cater it to yourself. Maybe it's more than just a cheat day. Maybe for you, binge eating is more of a, a psychological issue. So maybe your plan of action is to go back and, address issues that you haven't addressed with maybe fam- with family members, with friends, with um, things that led to the behavior of binge eating. And so maybe your plan of action, your first, very, very first step is have a discussion with your parents and talk about um, how you got where you got and your relationship with food and their relationship with food and their introduction of food to you. Um, so what I'm really getting at here is is not to not a specific plan of action for specifically binge eating, but when you're attacking the the cycle that you're constantly in, you're looking at where you can specifically narrow down one point or an action that you can take that would help you fight that cycle. Let's take another example with the parenting, uh, aggressive parenting. Maybe, you know, you have nieces and nephews or cousins or you you have kids yourself and you're a new parent and you're thinking, damn, like, I love my child and I just don't want to be, I don't want to be that type of parent that I had. And maybe your parents were mediocre or okay. Maybe they were perfect, but there was just that one part that you just don't want to continue that they had with your child. Um, and so, hey, you've done the first step. You've you've acknowledged what the problem is and what the the driving factor of your cycle of that cycle of being into the same behavior is. So, congrats, you've done the first thing. Um, what do you do next? Well, most people say, okay, I'm just going to make a commitment to not being like that. But that's that's easy, not not very easy because, again, in the situation with parents, it can be very difficult being a young parent or being a niece and an, uh, an uncle or an aunt. It can be very difficult because you're just not prepared for that kind of change. So maybe take it as you go. When it does happen, you make an agenda and you say, okay, this these are the things. So let's let's look at a, the example of a new parent. Maybe you're making a commitment to never hit your kids, spank your kids, or even tap them on the hands or anything like that. And so you, you, you write it down. You say, I'm going to make a commitment to never hitting my kids. Okay. Now, how are you going to do so? Well, maybe you can go on YouTube or the internet and watch videos of how to get corrective behavior from children versus without hitting. And the internet is a vast source of endless knowledge that you can get tons of information on. And I'm sure there is some sort of child therapist or parenting coach out there who's got YouTube videos or um, documents of, of, of behavior and knowledge of how to, how to go about 
raising your children better. And you know what? Sometimes when people watch those videos, they get very caught up and say, okay, look, I ain't doing that because whatever that is, is not going to work for my kid. But you know, you've got to, you've got to make a commitment to try. And again, this goes back to operationally defining what you want to do in the sense that if you are going to say that this is what I'm going to do and you know, you visit, you, you know, you, okay, so we write down, we're going to go on YouTube and we're going to decide how to change our behavior. And then we look at that stuff and we're like, that does, that's so not going to apply to me. You know, go back. There's no reason why you can't go back and say, okay, go back and, and go back on YouTube or go back on the internet and you're, go back to your plan of action and say, we still need to find better resources. But the point being here is you've got a plan for something instead of a very, uh, sort of weak idea of just simply changing the behavior. I think that's a, it's very difficult to change some sort of behavior when it's solely based on the idea of you wanting to change it because it can get lost in translation. It can get lost in the day-to-day functioning of the world. And, you know, you've got to be able to fit that new knowledge into your, your new life, your new life and your new, uh, your new being in society. And so simply saying something doesn't really give you a course of action and it can be forgotten when you're just caught up in, in everything. I know for new parents, it's, it's like a whole new world for them. And the last, very last thing they want to do is, well, I'm not speaking for all parents, but I know, you know, friends of mine that have had, have had kids and the very last thing you have, you've got time for is to sit down and actually write down what you want to change and what you want to do and reflect. But, you know, if, if you really want to make a commitment to change, it may be easier to say, I'm just not going to do X, but you might not see that change. And, you know, for, for you to motivate yourself to do it, think of, think of why we're talking about cycles to begin with. The fact that how you treat your children will be how your children which will, will treat others around them and their children. And so maybe the hope of a better future, hope of a better generation will push you enough to sit down and make a plan of action and break finally break the cycle, um, and hopefully it can lead everyone to a better lifestyle and more positive lifestyle. So I haven't given my analogy of the day. Um, well, the one that I would like to give. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna f- kind of end with that. But the analogy that I want to give is think of a merry-go-round. You know, a merry-go-round has these lights and the horses or whatever and whatever characters and you know you get on all excited and it goes run around and then you know the ride finishes you're off um you may really love it and you might go again and then you go you know a third time but suppose you were stuck on that merry-go-round just going around and around with all the lights and everything at, at a certain point i think you would you would experience a point in the ride where you would go okay you know this was fun this was cool the lights and everything are all right, but it's got to end. Um, and sometimes that's sort of an, al- an analogy for our life where some things may have worked. They have might have yielded results that were favorable, but they might not be something that are, that is enjoyable. Um, with respect to the parenting, maybe you had an aggressive parent that, you know, led you to do big goals and reach all of your dreams. And you're so thankful for that. But at the same time, it was an enjoyable ride. And so you want to be able to create 
a pathway for yourself that's enjoyable. You could reach your goals, but reach it with a positive mindset and a healthier mindset for a better long-term life. And that'll that'll be a, a ripple effect for everybody around you. And going back to the merry-go-round, it's so important to understand why we stopped the ride and why you pulled the plug. Um, why you pull, why you've pulled the plug is the reason that's going to motivate you to not continue the cycle. So what I mean by that is when you truly have come to an understanding of why you were in that cycle and what it caused and what you want to do differently about it, it will allow for the repetitive repetitive behavior to not exist. I think that because you've actually addressed the deep-rooted issue and the thing that's putting you on autopilot. And it's it's no longer something that you're just simply saying, I'm going to change and forget about. Because when, when circumstances come about that seem similar, asking, understanding the why will then be it will make it easier for you to point out those external circumstances and put yourself in a spot and say, okay, wait, this is very similar to something that I don't want to do. And I've thought about this and I've made a plan of action. I've taken steps for this not to happen. So I need, I need to change this. It puts you in a better, more concrete position to tackle the issue of being stuck in a cycle versus, you know, if you were to just make a verbal commitment and put it out there um a big thing i hear everybody nowadays is say um you know you got to manifest your dreams and manifest your destiny simply by saying it um you know 10 times or being very focused on our that's the first thing you wake up and you see every day sure you know for for some that might work but i think addressing the deep-rooted issues understanding why will truly help you manifest whatever it is you want to manifest because it puts gas in the car it puts that feel it puts that drive because going through a process when you're trying to break something or break a consistent negative behavior can be very draining can be very tough can be confusing and once you understand the whys of everything i think you have a more concrete reason to come back and bounce back in case you're not able to break the cycle so again, I want to use the uh, aggressive parenting. Maybe, you know, you did you did the homework, you did the plan of action, you did everything, you understood why, but somewhere down the line, you know, your kid just did something that, you know, brought out the worst in you. Um, okay, you're human, that happens. You, you know, uh, let's hope it's not something severe, but again, you're human, you did it. I think if you didn't have all that homework in the background, you would not be able to revisit and say, damn, how what what just happened i think if you just made a verbal manifestation you would just be like okay crap let's not do that again and it could happen again but i think when you really have the why it's more a reformation it's more of a rehabilitation of yourself so you're kind of changing your inner being your whole flow of energy you're inside you're changing your whole components it's like if you were to rewire your whole brain and i think that's so cool that we can do that simply just by asking ourselves why determining motivational or determining inside the reasons that are inside of us um how we got and just doing a whole investigation of the why quote unquote um and I think that'll help you truly, truly break the cycle and help you live out the best positive life that you want. 
that will then ripple on to future generations. With that being said, I hope you strive for a more positive life. I hope you break the cycle, the negative cycles in your life that continue to weigh you down. I wish for you all the best. Thank you for listening for, to another episode of The Deep End with Wasif. You can catch me at thedeependwithwasif.com. You can also Google The Deep End with Wasif and I should pop up on there. You can also listen to me at Sprout on Spotify. Please do follow. Look up for new episodes. I usually post every week or every two weeks. I thank you for tuning in and I can't wait to catch you guys next time.